0: The DD-214 Network podcast is for mature audiences only. Any videos, music, or entertainment not originating from the DD-214 Network is used and covered under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, also known as Fair Use. Opinions expressed are our own and do not represent any DOD or U.S. government entities as of old. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. You are no longer alone now because we have you.
1: Good morning, everybody hope everybody's having a wonderful wonderful Sunday and had a great hundred and sixty eight. Oh yes we did it's been an
0: interesting one sixty eight for a lot of people not not myself I mean people getting kicked out of big brother uh yeah. bands announcing new albums it's it's been a it's been a wild week we have a lot to talk about and a lot of it has to do with gaming which is actually kind of interesting and a lot of like tech stuff I guess like you like mm-hmm. you you upgraded You got some upgrades. Talk about
1: them. Oh, upgrades, an entire fucking understatement, my man. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, shit, I, I built an entire fucking damn another desk. Like, as you can see in the background, even though it's blurry, I have my old setup where I was doing the podcast from and also streaming and doing my video game content and then my work setup. Now I'm on the opposite side of the fucking room because I decided, hey, let me drop $2,200 and build a whole fucking podcast and video editing setup.
0: There you go. And it's easily maneuverable too. You could go anywhere with it.
1: Well, I mean, not necessarily with this setup. This setup's more of a... More... Hold on. I don't know why I waited to do this until after <laughs> fucking we started. Um, this setup, because I'm using a desktop computer, uh, Mac, is definitely a sit it and forget it setup. Um,
0: yeah.
1: Now, I will be around May next year getting the fiance's MacBook and then once i have that i'll be purchasing wireless lav mics and kind of doing a mobile setup
0: nice let me let me show you what i because i you remember i was telling you i kind of went cheap with the wireless mics i did mm-hmm. which they which to test them up but they've been doing great they're going to break eventually so i've got i've got these adapters and one of them actually came from one actually one of them came from the beacon right because uh, yeah. you know, you get when you get the beacon mic, you get a whole bunch of stuff, and you get this adapter
1: for uh, USB USB yeah, 80 USB C to adapter, yeah,
0: yep. So, I've actually been using those to test out like putting my wireless mics into the into them, and dude, these things have been lifesavers, these just little intricate, intricate things that work. Uh, it's they just make things so easy for us now, it's insane yeah they like they really do i mean less wiring uh more it's like less wiring and more buttons
1: (laughs) oh yeah no i I mean that's the big thing like you know when we've talked about it uh and you know i was the one that kind of was like hey they've got these these wireless lav mics that you can connect to pretty much anything um uh, because I know the ones I'm looking at are the Rode Wireless Go 2. Um, And those are compatible with iPhone, iPad, Android, Windows, Mac. Use them with any operating system you want to. Use them with Linux if you you wanted to. Well, I mean, you can use anything with fucking Linux. It's just you have the time to deal with the fucking command line code to get it to fucking work properly. Yep. because I remember one of not I won't say my first experience with Linux, but definitely a huge experience I had with Linux. I was I was trying to get I, I had set up a home server. This was God fucking 13 years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: So it was right around the time Netflix started doing streaming on top of sending you physical DVDs in the mail. Ah, yeah. Okay. And I had set up my home server because this was also before smart TVs were a big thing and the only way to get, like, streaming apps and stuff was by having an Xbox or a PlayStation. Um, And with that, fucking... We, uh... To get Netflix to work on Linux... It was 25 pages of fucking code you had to put into fucking command oh. to get fucking Netflix to work. Fuck that. It took me three days to get fucking Netflix working right on my home server.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's- and,
1: you know, I like Linux because from, from a tech standpoint, it's a great operating system. i it I've does never
0: work- used it. I've
1: never used that. So a lot of uh, Linux is more commonly used within the developer space. So a lot of software engineers use Linux over Windows or Mac. Um, and, you know, the nice thing with Linux is I've got a buddy, his entire, like he streams in games from Linux. Really? because with linux you can there's there's ways to actually trick the system into thinking it's windows so you can install windows applications you can install windows video games and stuff like that within a linux environment and they actually work it takes true. a lot of fucking time i'm not going to take the time to do that when i can just install fucking windows and be done yeah um But but yeah, no, I mean, I, I just, I, Linux is, Linux is a whole nother beast. (laughs) Like that's the, you spent all your money to build a really nice computer and you don't have the fucking money to pay for the operating system. That's where you go (laughs) Yeah. until you have the money to pay for the operating system. However, there are ways around that because as John knows from when I built, uh, his, his beast and beauty of a machine earlier this year. There are sites you can go to to get discounted Windows keys. This
0: is, this is true.
1: Because I, I think I, I and, and the thing is, they're, it's not illegal. They're official Windows keys.
0: And, and actually, I, I
1: buy them in bulk.
0: I just recommended it to somebody too. Uh, you know, someone was about to pay the 120 some odd dollars, I think it is for it. And I was just
1: like, don't do that. Cause I think yeah. I, I think you paid what like thirty bucks for the Windows key.
0: Yep, that exact, exact price, 30 like bucks.
1: between twenty or thirty dollars, somewhere yep. in there. Like, Close, there's, yeah. there's so many other alternatives. Like, just just, yep, yeah, you know, like uh, CDKeys.com or um, there's there's several sites for it that are reputable. I mean, there's a lot of tech YouTubers advertise these sites. They look
0: they look so shoddy too. That's the funny part. They look like yeah.
1: You go to the site, and it's like, oh, God, I'm about to lose fucking $30, but, you know, it's worth the risk. But, see, that's the thing. I only use sites that I see, like, uh, Linus Media Group with Linus Tech Tips or, you know, big-name YouTubers when they're sponsored by these companies. Then it's like, okay, yeah, the site looks shoddy, but I'm going to trust it.
0: Yeah, and I I remember the conversation we had. I asked you, I was like, is this safe? He said, I bought games from them, too. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> yes. That's you can get classic. games. You can get Microsoft Office. You can get... I mean, those sites sell fucking everything.
0: I'm going to need a CD key for some fucking music fucking things, too, man. Holy cow. That is something. Did you... Uh, so... I'm trying to think what even to start with. So, okay. I need to ask you. Well, you mm-hmm. know, I need to ask you. What do you think of the Red Dead Redemption port that they announced
1: for uh, the switch
0: for the switch and the, and the PlayStation four.
1: See, I saw that on, I was, I was browsing the fucking eShop the other day on the switch and I saw it for pre-order and I was like, the fuck. However, the other side of me, because it's been so long since I've played Red Dead, like the original Red Dead. Maybe here. I might actually buy it on switch just to see how it is
0: now now with the the remaster is still coming out you yeah. would, you wouldn't just wait you'll say fuck it I'll play this just to get the experience
1: well part of me wants to play it to get the experience on switch to yeah. see how it runs I'm still gonna get the remaster on PC um you have to you have to it, it's one of those things. Like, there's there's very few franchises I buy the games on almost every console. Yeah, same um, here. I mean, I, one I'm of actually, the I've actually one of the big ones. Very soon. One of the big ones for me has been uh, Skyrim. I have a I have a hundred percent in Skyrim on three hundred and sixty, PS three, PS four, Xbox One, Switch pc and now i'm going back and i'm doing it in well i was doing it in vr once i get the quest three when that comes out later this year what did you think about it in vr um let me just put it this way i about shit my pants at the beginning when the fucking dragon flew in yep because i mean you've got your field of view is just it's there
0: It's everything, yeah. It's everything, yeah. I because I and I played the I played played Fallout Four. You you know, I have to play my Fallout games on VR if mm -hmm. I have an opportunity. And no, but yeah, I remember I shit my pants with that with that too.
1: But see, that's one of the things. Like, I will always, I will give it to Bethesda over any other game company outside of Nintendo. Nintendo is in its own realm because no matter what they do. And, you know, we talked about this when Tears of the Kingdom was coming out. No matter what Nintendo does, I always know it's going to be a quality fucking game. Yep. Um, and that's only if it's a Nintendo IP. So Zelda, Mario, um, Kirby, Donkey Kong, stuff like that. Yeah. If it's, if it's like a third-party IP that... Well, even Pokemon. Pokemon, you know, I will say it's definitely evolved over the years. Because, you know, when we go back to red and blue on the fucking Game Boy, it was literally a side-scroller, you went through, you captured fucking Pokemon, you battled everybody you saw, and that was it. Now they're making the games, they've made the games more interesting with, with Sword and Shield, uh, Legend, Legends, Arceus, and, uh, Scarlet and Violet, because now you actually have like side missions and other things to do besides just run through the game, catch every Pokemon you come across to get get the Pokedex complete and beat the fucking, you know, Elite Four, the Pokemon League or whatever. And I, I enjoy that because it gives us so many more hours of gameplay. Um, because with Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, for instance, which literally was just a 3D port of fucking which Pokemon I loved. Yellow. I loved. I loved I loved it. I loved the concept. I loved that they integrated Pokemon Go into it. However, with Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, I blew through those games in three hours. Because
0: I'm sharing the podcast, my bad.
1: No, you're good because being somebody being somebody that's played the original Pokemon games on the Game Boy so many times all yeah. the way through. Let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee, even uh even when they ported uh Diamond and Pearl. Yes. Those games were just ports of the originals from back in the day when it was just you go in, you catch Pokemon, you beat the elite four. And those games were just super short. And honestly, you know, I loved, I loved the games because it was nostalgic, but I'm kind of pissed off that I spent $60 on both of those games because it was a three hour playthrough. I
0: mean, yeah, I can
1: still go back in the games and finish catching all the fucking Pokemon and completing the Pokedexes and stuff like that. But I'm not I'm not the type to just grind like that on a Pokemon game.
0: Yeah, I mean, I right. swept I swept through Let's Go Let's Go Pikachu like nothing. But I still I'm still I'm stuck at the Elite Four now. I'll probably pick it up today. I'll probably pick it up today. I mean, but but the port, you know, I'm not I'm not gonna get the port, you know, only because I I've come to a point I just want to play everything on PC now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just I just want to play everything on PC now. Yeah. You know. Well, probably- I
1: mean. But see, that's, that's the thing. So like, you know, our differences here is you're more podcast oriented. I'm more gaming and streaming oriented. So I spend money on games, even if it's, you know, a port to the fucking switch of something that I could easily get on fucking PC. I'm going to still buy the port on a switch and, you know, stream it and play it and get some content out of it. Yeah. For that reason.
0: actually i i I agree with brandon too because i think mods are a big thing like after i complete the game legally you know once i get like because i'm not i'm not an achievement hunter anymore you know what i mean i that was my xbox days i kind of just want to play the games now (laughs) but once i'm done like with the game like what because starfield we're getting starfield in 20 some odd days like 20 yeah
1: starfield's pretty fucking close
0: Yeah, we're really close to it. I haven't the watch supposed to. It's funny, too, because the early access is August 31st and the steam code is inside the watch. And they have said that they're not they're not shipping the watch out till September 1st. So
1: I so you won't even get to fucking really join in on the early access.
0: Yeah, I'm, unless I play it on Game Pass, but, you know, what's the point of...
1: But see, I don't, I don't know, think 100%. they're... Are they going to early access it to Game Pass, though? They are. Because usually,
0: oh, shit. Yeah, and it's, it's already up for preload now, which is fucking wild to me.
1: Well, I remember... I remember what was it, Halo Infinite last year or the year before, whenever fucking Infinite came out. I remember because I had Game Pass, I was able to start playing it fucking, like three weeks before it officially fucking... No, because they released the multiplayer on early access for Infinite. And that's, that was... You're, right, you're that, right. That was like a month and a half before the game officially fucking released. Um, And I think they did this... Didn't they do the same thing with Horizon 5 too? Something yes, like that, where did. it was early access through Game Pass 2? So, I mean, that's that's definitely one of those things where, you know, Game Pass does come in handy... If you're not one of those people that wants to spend 400 hours on a fucking watch. Like me. Because, <laughs> John, realistically, you spent 400 hours on a watch. You got watch. the game for fucking watch. free.
0: It's because, like, the only thing, the only other thing that comes with the box, you get a nice box, but what the fuck am I going to use the box for other than put it up <laughs> on the shelf to make it look nice? Um, a fucking pamphlet and, like, a little, like, you, you remember Death Stranding? The, that necklace that Sam had and yeah. had all those like things it's like one of those things with the Steam code laser etched on <laughs> like it's physically in there so I'm just like well
1: <laughs> so, so literally it's because I think what what it was was it was almost like uh, no Death Stranding fuck yeah no I know what you're talking about but that's fucking weird Yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to walk around wearing a fucking damn Steam code for a fucking video game like that's just one of those things. Like I stick a thumbtack in the wall and just hang it from a fucking thumbtack. Yeah, I, I got the
0: watch. You know, I got the watch, and the box is nice. But really, yeah, I paid. I paid four hundred dollars for.
1: For uh, yeah, because I mean, you know, being somebody that already owns fucking Game Pass, you could have just fucking played the game.
0: Yeah. yeah, but um, I'm such a Bethesda fan. Like I love them. I actually just, I actually just, from I, I got points. From them, from purchasing Starfield, and I had like three hundred points or something, and I got uh, a Elder Scrolls medallion and a Vault Tech candle. Super excited for that!
1: Yeah, I, I, um, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm a big Bethesda fan myself. Um,
0: I was just saying, you like like Skyrim?
1: I just, I couldn't justify fucking the, because I wanted the watch too. I'll i admit I wanted it, but I just I couldn't justify four hundred dollars for a fucking watch.
0: Yeah. My to get the it game. Was, it was a conversation with my wife. I was I told her, I was like, I just you don't need to oh, get well, me a I, Christmas present. You don't need to get me a birthday present. I was like, the watch.
1: I can guarantee you if I tried to have that fucking conversation with my fiance, she would just smack me in the face.
0: You <laughs> Because you just got the Apple Watch Ultra too, which which was not too not was more expensive.
1: But see, the thing is, this I'm making monthly payments to my fucking cellular provider for.
0: It. Yeah, you know, I what, didn't drop eight hundred
1: dollars on the watch up front. Let's
0: talk about that real quick because people think, okay, because you know, when you got the watch, you got the iPhone. They think you're fucking rich off the bat. They think you got all this money. Am I right? As I have, <laughs>
1: I mean, that's the big thing. Like a lot of people are like, Ooh, this guy's all appled out and shit. I mean, I've got, I've got my iPad pro 11 inch. I've got the 14 pro max. I've got Apple watch ultra between and literally on my, on my podcasting desk right now, I am. And with my watch included on this desk in Apple gear alone, I'm sitting at about five thousand dollars worth of Apple equipment.
0: There you go, and-,
1: and but but see the thing is, the only thing I've paid for up front is my Mac. Yeah, the iPad, I pay twenty dollars a month through my cell- cellular provider. My watch, I pay, I think it's like eighteen dollars a month through my cellular provider. My phone, when I upgraded from my thirteen to the fourteen Pro. I had already paid off my 13 and because of trade-in credit, I got $800 in trade-in credit, so I only pay like $5 a month for my fucking phone. Bro. And
0: and And I only
1: owe $150 on on my fucking 14 Pro Max before it's paid off. So, you know, next month when Apple announces the 15s, I'll already have it paid off, or if I don't, I'll just go online, pay it off, and then you know, upgrade to the new model. Um
0: I, I love how today we could just make payments on shit because I make payments on everything.
1: I mean, there's some stuff I definitely would just purchase outright. Like, you know, yeah, I could have, for for this podcasting setup, I could have gotten approved for financing through a firm or whatnot and paid $150 a month for the next six months to pay everything off or what, what have you. Yeah. But I just... Uh, with with tech like this, when when I'm building a setup, I just want to own it. I don't want to have to worry about you know making sure the money comes out every month when it's supposed to, having the money there when it's time for it to come out, Absolutely. dealing with fucking financing. You know, it's it's one of those things. Like I've I've had credit cards before. I've paid all my I paid all my credit cards off about two years ago, and closed all my card credit. Cards except one. I only keep one card open. It's got a $350 limit. And you want to know what I use it for? Gas. I buy gas. I put gas in the car every week. It's $45 a week. And at the end of each month, I pay it.
0: Yep. So
1: that that way I've just got that revolving credit out there. Everything else, I mean, yeah, I'm financing my iPad and my iPhone and my watch and shit. But the thing is, that's not necessarily, like, I'm not financing it through a credit bureau or uh, a credit agency, necessarily. I'm financing it through at and at and yeah. said, hey, your credit's good enough. We'll give you this limit to get devices that we will finance, and then you just pay us each month for them. And... You know, that's the thing. So, like when I got my iPad and when I got my watch, I did have to put a down payment with both. I think for the iPad, I had to put four hundred dollars down out of a twelve hundred dollar purchase. Yep,
0: yep. That that's that's usual. That's the and for
1: the watch, it was a two hundred dollar down payment out of a eight hundred dollar purchase because the Apple Watch Ultra new inbox outright is seven ninety-nine ninety nine and it was two hundred dollars plus. Plus, the other thing I do like with when you finance through your carrier is even if you don't have to pay something up front for like a down payment, you're paying the tax for that device when you purchase it that day. Yeah. So whether the taxes are 35 bucks or whatnot, that's automatically being paid. So those device payments are just purely for the $12.99 or the 7 dollars or whatever it might be, um, but yeah, no, I mean, like with those things, I put down payments on. At this point, I think I owe a hundred hours left on the iPad, hundred hours left on the watch, hundred hours oh, yeah, yeah. on the phone. So I really only owe three hundred dollars across all three devices still. That's
0: and you know, it's a good way to get your credit up. That's what I've been doing. So I mean, I just got my credit up to a point where I could actually get a credit card now. since since I've been out of the military and it's been a couple years and you know my wife and I have been working on that so now I have two out that I've been pretty much getting like cheaper equipment with and then paying it off immediately you know that that's the way to do it I mean I'm shit you know it feels good you know I'm able to do a little more now get a little more food travel a little more things like that so it's nice man it really is nice credit is a good thing especially when you when you Use it correctly. Not like yeah. you went, because when I was in the army, the moment I got that first credit card, when I got that military star card, you know exactly what happened. I bought see,
1: TVs, couches. I fucked up. See, I never got the star card. Because when I joined up, I already had a Best Buy credit card. Yeah. Um, and I didn't need a credit card to help my credit. So, you know, they were, of course, they kept touting the fucking star card. And I was like, no, why do I need this? Um, And that's the thing. When I had my Best Buy credit card. They really do call
0: your chain of command, by
1: the way. If you miss a payment on that fucking star card. Oh, they- yeah.
0: Yeah, they call your chain of command. Take it from me. They, they like, the day. Like, you don't pay that shit off, you get a call right to the first star. Hey, you didn't pay your credit card off? What the fuck? Like, that's legitimately, like, it's not a myth. It's real. Like, they they will call your chain of command.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, I've actually, I received those calls for some of my soldiers. Um. But no, that's the thing, like, you know, I, I love, I love it because, you know, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if you, if you scroll TikTok a lot or anything, I've, I follow a lot of vets and even some of them are active, um, active in the service still. And I love watching them do skits of like the young private going to the car dealership to buy his fucking first car. Yes. Because it is legitimately the the textbook definition of dumb private, Have, and
0: you follow Ben Dover's. I don't think so. I'll, I'll put some of this stuff up now. It's fucking. I got some shorts while you talk.
1: So you know th- that's that's the thing. Like they they. <laughs>
0: What? Have you ever experienced this on deployment? <laughs> <laughs> it's these pages. I love these military pages.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that ain't supposed to be a fucking rocker okay. All right, go ahead and move. Oh man. Oh shit. Oh fuck. But yeah, no. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like it it is what it is. Like, you know, yeah, people think you're rich and shit. Like, yeah, okay, so I've got a fucking nice watch. I I take pride in fucking shit that I put on my body. Like I I take pride in what I wear. Even though, you know, if if I were to if I had a way to take my camera and go into my closet right now, I am definitely the epitome of ex-military because every t-shirt I own is fucking grunt style. oh shit. Um, and that's just because some of the shit that their shirts say are fucking hilarious. yeah. um, I got my neighbor when we went to Tennessee, so we stopped at they they've got a uh, Buckys, which I'm sure you've heard of Buckys. Yeah. Um, because it's a big fucking gas station chain in Texas, like a hundred plus pumps, yeah, the fucking stores fucking like big. four football fields long.
0: It looks like, like an amusement park.
1: It is literally Walmart and Pilot had a fucking baby.
0: What up, Islas, my
1: boy? Nice to see you here, man. I miss you, brother. And They have, you know, they sell grunt style shirts and shit. So I got my neighbor who, who drinks a fucking shit ton. They had one that says beer encourages. So I got him that shirt. Um, Grunt style also has one that I'm going to order. And it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, it looks like the check engine light, but instead of it being shaped like an engine, it's shaped like your liver. And it says check liver. (laughs)
0: <laughs> because that ain't the goddamn
1: truth right so you know i i, I do you know I, I do have you know grunt style shirts and shit like that and i'm not i'm not ashamed to say it you know because i i first off the quality of the shirts the the t-shirts they use to uh-huh. make their shirts are really good they're comfy um, they're pre shrunken, so you know I don't have to worry about. Well, if I buy this in my actual size when I wash it, is it going to no longer be my size? Yeah. Um, Perfect. so there's that. Yes, Bucky's <laughs> is totally Disneyland for fat guys. It is it is a hundred percent like when we were in there, because I've been to a Bucky's before in Texas and stuff, and they put one up in Seaverville, Tennessee, near where, uh, where Pigeon Forge and all that is, yeah. which is in between Chattanooga and where I live. So the fiance would never been to one. So I said, you know, when we were on our way out there, we passed it. I said, listen, we're on a time crunch. I'm ready to just get there. But when we are on our way home, we're stopping because you have to see this fucking place
0: interesting i've never been to one the closest thing that i've been to one of those is the loves (laughs) you know and and it's funny too because i would would go and i would drive up to new jersey to get my family on 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 a a pcs no not on a pcs leave but to pick up my family for base right i would stop at a loves and my wife was like what is this place called loves that you're stopping at and why are you spending so much money at it We're from the North. We never had love. So, you know, and it was just funny. She thought it was like a porn shop or something.
1: But see, that's the thing. So, like, when we were in there, they, you know, they have, like, an entire station where they smoke briskets and different meats and stuff because it's a fucking Texas chain. Like, yeah, of course they're going to do that. And whenever they pull a brisket out, a fresh brisket out, like, everybody that works there screams some bullshit about the fucking... Brisket, or the pulled pork, or whatever it might be, Um and she was just like, "This is fucking ridiculous." Like trying to find a parking spot was a pain in the ass.
0: Well, parking is a fucking bitch either way, man. I, I, my god, I can't. I don't even know where to start. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh Yo, did you so? You've played RP with me. Uh, some of the guys here have played mm-hmm. RP before. Uh, Rockstar has aligned themselves, and I don't know if they bought them out, if they merged with them, or whatever the case may be. But they're now a part of C- CFX is now a part of Rockstar. Hmm. It is. It is one of the craziest things. I mean, what, I mean, I predicted it. I, I called it here on this show with Chris Bow that uh, that it was going to happen one day and it actually and it actually fucking happened. And it's, it's literally probably it's probably the biggest news that that Rockstar has had since the announced since the, the GTA six leaks. Uh, a lot of people now Here's some positives. We'll have some seamless ser- servers, right? Now, let me get to the negatives first. What happens to the server owners of these of these servers, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's less. We did talk about it. We did, man. I've I've we've had many conversations that one day it was gonna happen. Now the negatives of this is what is what's gonna happen to the server owners? Are they gonna have to give up their rights as server owners and lose the money that they're making? Because a lot of these guys, they're making a lot of fucking money. A lot of money, you know. Just like mm-hmm. one, of, one of our boys, Bear, you know, he was making really good money off of this stuff, like like nine-to-five type money, you know? Are these server, own, you know, are these server owners going to have to give up these rights? Is there going to be a paid service to own a server? Uh, are we still going to be able to create the mods and add these mods into these servers, you know? Yeah. Those, those are my negatives. Uh, my positives, though, are we're going to have... Uh, more seamless servers to play on you know i think we're going to be able to have a lot more now things uh less head pops which was the most annoying thing head pops suck uh I, I just think there's going to be so there's going to be so much more to give now and i i'm i'm so excited i'm so excited uh but i know a lot of people might be worried but we're just going to have to wait and find out and see what happens you know oh yeah You know, it's a it's a really really big thing. Um, The article states, you know, within the next couple weeks, we'll have
1: updates.
0: (laughs) You know, and it's actually kind of funny. It's so funny uh, how they couldn't take down these modders, so they ended up like joining with them, and I'm just like. The announcements right here. Today, we are proud to announce that CFX.re, the team behind the biggest Rockstar role-playing creator communities, 5M and RedM, are now officially part of Rockstar Games. Over the past few years, we watched with excitement as Rockstar's creative community have found new ways to expand the possibilities of GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2, particularly through the creation of dedicated role-play servers. And as a way to further support these efforts, we recently expanded our policy on mods, to officially include those made by the roleplay creative community. So by partnering with the CFX, the RE team, we will help them find new ways to support this incredible community and improve the services they provide to their developers and players. We look forward to sharing more in the weeks and months ahead. I I feel like that the develop that the little guy developers are going to have a lot of that. There's going to be a lot of new job openings after this.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that server
0: owners not so much.
1: You know what I mean yeah no. I mean, so there's there's good and there's bad with it, obviously, because rock stars obviously finally come to their senses and noticed, hey, people enjoy role playing and doing these mods and all this. And they've they've said, hey, let's purchase the company that owns 5M and Red M and alter our rules on mods a little bit. It's going to bring into the community, the modders are definitely going to get some kind of more steady income for creating mods for the role-playing community. The server owners, though, that might be the issue. Because that's where I see Rockstar cash grabbing. Yes, And that's
0: exactly where I was getting at too.
1: Unlike, unlike, we need, Jay, know, right now. We past, need Jay right now. In the, past, in the past, obviously, we'd have you know you could you could run your own server and it didn't cost much, if anything. Um, where now that Rockstar owns it running a server is going to fucking become expensive.
0: We're talking triple digits, I'm assuming.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, we're probably going to be looking at, because, fuck, it's been so long since I've looked to see what the cost is to run a fucking, like, 5M or RedM server. Oh, dude, um, you're looking
0: at, you're looking at, clo- I mean, if, if you want 36 people only, you're only paying, like, a, 30 to 50 bucks. If that,
1: yeah. Right. yeah. Well, so that's the thing. So for me, I used to run a Daisy server. Yeah. Obviously totally different.
0: No, it's the same concept though.
1: But yeah, no, with Daisy, it's the same concept. You run a server. It's more, it's still kind of role play. Oh yeah. There's a big, there's a big
0: mil sim role play community in
1: Daisy. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's that's really what it is. It's a milsim community um, with Daisy. And, you know, I used to run a server and to run that server for, I think on Daisy, the, the minimum I ran was like a hundred person server. And I was paying $15 a month for the server space to run the server. Now... When you have big companies like fucking Rockstar coming in and saying, "Hey, we're buying your company," now you're going to be looking at for a thirty-person server paying potentially three, four hundred dollars.
0: And is this going to be part of the the the, the Grand Theft Auto Plus subscription? That's another thing. Mm. you know. is this going to come to console? I, That's I don't.
1: So I can see RP coming to console, yeah. but I don't see. So, like, yeah, we, we'll probably end up getting it on console. Like, you know, there'll be a subscription and it'll be, hey, if you want to do this, we'll do this. But, and Got that's you. where the modders, that's where I see the modders are going to really make money is if Rockstar goes that route. If Rockstar says, hey, we want to bring this to console. So we need, we need really good developers to port the mods, They're or we need the modders to port their mods to where they'll work with Xbox or PlayStation because, because that's one of the big issues. So like in the Daisy community, like of course I can, I can download and play Daisy on my fucking Xbox right now, but I, I can just play vanilla Daisy Daisy. I can't play it with all the mods and shit that you would use when, doing a milsip. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and, you know, same thing with GTA Online. Like, I can play GTA Online on my fucking Xbox, but I can't can join an RP server.
0: Play it on Game Pass right now.
1: Yeah. So that's going to be the big thing. If Rockstar does go that route, they're going to have to figure out a way to be able to mod the game for consoles, too. Yeah. Because... For RP to really work, you have to...
0: Ooh, bless you.
1: You have to have those mods. Like, you can't
0: just... It's the mods that, that run those servers, you know? It's it's the jobs and things like that. And it's just... I, just, I was just thinking, like, yeah, these developers are going to have a lot of work to do, and it's going to bring... Now, here comes the next thing. Is this going to be... It, it's going to it's been what almost 10 years now mm-hmm. next month will be 10 years for gta right uh do you think that these rp servers will do you think that these rp servers will find the, find the longevity for gta online when six comes out like now instead of 10 years i think we're going to go 20
1: years with this now i mean so that's the thing like it all depends on what when six comes out, what they do. Yeah. Um, because obviously now that Rockstar mm-hmm. owns 5M and Red M pretty much, I can see what's gonna happen is six comes out, they'll keep they'll keep the five servers open for a period of time. Yep. Um, but then there'll be, you know, like GTA online two, which will be for six. And then they'll start trying to get the RPers to move over to.
0: Yeah, where the money, where the money's being made. Yeah.
1: To the new, to the new online system. And, you know, obviously it's going to take time to get that up off the ground because if you really look at it, GTA online, yeah, we're, we're coming up nine, 10 years maybe 11 somewhere in there
0: and a possible, uh, a possible release. and Next and
1: year. you got to think GTA 5 came out and it was maybe 6 months before online officially released yeah. for GTA 5 um and after online came out it still took about a year before servers started popping up for RP and stuff so when six comes out and they release the new online mode for six, we're going to be looking at a couple years.
0: I'd really like for them to expand it. Or
1: a year. Or if, or if Rockstar really wants to fucking make some money. And, you know, I know I'm saying this. And if Rockstar ever fucking listens to our show and to, hears me say this, about to hire you, can you. Fucking, you can fucking take this idea. Expand GTA Online. Don't just make, like, GTA Online 2. Expand it to where we have both cities. And you can go by car between the two.
0: They're doing it in 5M now. So why can't Rockstar do it, right?
1: mm mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's it's not... It, it It shouldn't be that fucking hard to do. Like, because then... You know, it's, it's definitely, it's going to, the, the RP community over the last two years has gotten really big. Um, I mean, it was, it was before COVID, it was a small community. It wasn't as big as it is now. And now, I mean, I can, I can pull up Twitch. I can pull up kick. I can pull up YouTube gaming. That's There's cool. a, thousands of people streaming
0: celebrities too
1: they RP, love
0: they love it because it's a form like like for example thomas middleditch thomas middleditch he streams rp all the time and he's an actor and he says it's it's an easy way for him to
1: continue acting but without working exactly so you know there's there's definitely opportunity there like i would definitely say you know don't just don't just shut down the old online server and open a new online server for the new city that's coming with GTA Six.
0: Yeah. Combine
1: it. Combine both.
0: Do it. Do it together. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I love it, man. I, it, it, there's so much. There's so much that's going to happen. So much that's going to be coming soon. There was a couple other things in gaming that happened this week. I, I know I'm, I'm getting a PlayStation Five soon. Very soon. Uh, nice. Oh, uh, Ahsoka comes out very soon. I know. Um, are you ex- are you excited?
1: That is in two weeks, three weeks. The
0: twenty fifth. It's right before Starfield, so it's a perfect like send off. Right. <laughs> uh, yep, August uh, twenty fifth.
1: They're releasing it on a fucking Friday. That's a little weird.
0: Um. Twenty third. My apologies.
1: Yeah. So that's two weeks out. Which I mean, I'm really. It's gonna be. I, I. I'm. I'm looking forward to it for the main fact of. And it's pretty much already been said. The the new season is, or Ahsoka is pretty much gonna be the next season of Star Wars Rebels?
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: Because they're literally continuing the Rebels storyline from where it left off.
0: So, I have a couple theories. Uh, First off, I think Balan, rest in peace Ray Stevenson, who's played the character of Balan, I think he's an Order 66 survivor. I also think that the... The apprentice that he has, the fe- the female with the blonde hair. Mm-hmm. I also think she, I, her lightsaber looks like Kanan's. I know it's a reach.
1: Yeah, that's a huge fucking reach, bro
0: I know it's a reach, but re- but remember, Thrawn. That we know of was the last person to have Kanan's lightsaber.
1: Yeah, I mean Ad- Admiral Thrawn did it was last, so it could be. She got Kanan's lightsaber and bled the crystal.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just look at that's just the theory.
1: Well, I'm I'm interested to see. My big thing is, and you know, we've kind of seen it, but we kind of haven't. Ezra's gonna be back.
0: Yes, yes. And if
1: Thrawn's back, if Thrawn's yes. back, because the last time we saw Ezra was also the last time we saw Thrawn because they it both makes sense. Mm -hmm.
0: especially since Sabine is carrying a green lightsaber, which is probably Ezra's too. Yeah. You know, and and then here's another big thing. So yesterday's trailer that got released during the ABC broadcast of Miss Marvel, right? A new trailer was released with new dialogue recorded by Hayden Christensen and a small clip of Hayden Christensen as a young Anakin. And it's not familiar footage. So there's a big theory going on that we're going to see. Have you seen the? Have you seen it? I haven't seen the new trailer yet. Let me let me pop it on for you real quick. Oh, perfect! IGN's got it right on the front page. <laughs> you know
1: they they, they just I just pulled it up on fucking YouTube. You're trying to be all fancy and shit. Let me go to IGN. You be so.
0: I mean just just hear it listen you it's it's new dialogue everyone in the order knew anakin skywalker few would live to see what he became by the end of the clone wars i walked away from him and the jedi in this war you will face more than just droids as your master it's my responsibility to prepare you I won't always be there and look out for you. I could use the help. Once a rebel, always a rebel. Don't be afraid.
1: do trust your instincts. I know you can do this, Ahsoka. I'm sorry, did anybody else just get a giant Star Wars boner from that?
0: Oh, uh, I, I fucking I have goosebumps. I legitimately have goosebumps right now from that. And it's just like I d- I've waited so long for this.
1: I, I wanna say I love the fact because I mean if we go back to Obi-Wan when 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 they did when they did Kenobi, we got new dialogue from and even for that. Yeah. So, and then we had Christensen in the Vader fucking suit as Vader in that,
0: and like it's you think just it's possible. You think it's possible we'll get something with with the young Anakin during the Clone Wars? It
1: wouldn't. I, I I'm I'm. There's there's. I really hope from Ahsoka, there's like flashbacks to the Clone Wars. Yes, where it's her like live action her training with live-action Anakin. Because you got to think, the only taste of Ahsoka we've gotten outside of appearing in Mandalorian... Um, Book of Boba Fett. And Book of Boba Fett... Well, Book of the Mandalorian. It, it wasn't yeah. the Book of Boba Fett. They, they Mandalor-
0: Mandalorian sees a
1: 2.5. Yeah. But, you know everything we've gotten where it was Anakin and Ahsoka has been animated. You're right. And now, you know, Disney and Lucas, Lucas films are expanding the universe to we've got now Ahsoka's a live action character. So
0: my fan casting push, by the way, like that was like a complete push by the fans to get her in that role.
1: Well, and, you know, I think Rosario Dawson fits the fucking role. I, I agree. Um, and, you know, of course, seeing the official series for Ahsoka is going to really solidify it because we've gotten tidbits here and there between Mando and Book of Boba Fett. And, and, you know, one thing I do like with what they did with the last season of Mando, or not last season, but this uh, season three. Because th- it was just four that finished, right? Yeah. Or is it? Th- th- fuck. I, I forgot how many seasons were on it at this right. point. Hold on. I got Disney Plus pulled up. Three. Three. Okay. So it was season two. And what I enjoyed with season two was Ahsoka and Luke interacting.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: So that tells us that when Luke was fighting Vader, Ahsoka was still fucking alive somewhere.
0: Doing something.
1: So, you know, a lot of stuff's getting retconned and changed and altered in what we know as the Star Wars timeline. Because now, you know, even though Clone Wars fits in between episode two and three. Yep. And that, well... Between two and three and th- three and a half and four. Yeah, um, there's,
0: there's, they break, they, they go into different timelines there to make it.
1: But, you know, with, with that now, now we're retconning even further. And, you know, after fucking, uh, after fucking Luke gets Anakin to, or Vader to come back to the light technically. And realize the error in his ways by the end of fucking four five and six. We're we're now realizing, oh, so Ahsoka was still fucking alive when Luke and Han and Leia were fucking taking down the Death Star.
0: Yo, okay, so Hayden Christensen is signed on for one episode in the show. He he he's in the cast listing for the show. So is so is David Tennant. And Lars Mickelson for Admiral Thrawn will be in two episodes.
1: Hmm. I wonder who Tennant's playing.
0: It says he's playing someone named Huyang, which I, that's a character I'm not familiar with at all.
1: Yeah, so, I'm not familiar. That remember. might be just like some, some new character they're putting in the show.
0: Yeah, I mean, and there has been some theories too that Ezra is an Inquisitor as well, which I thought was a little far fetched, but. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, you never know with these with these fucking writers these days. I mean, especially mm-hmm. with Kathleen Kennedy in charge. But I keep—I I heard that she was well, getting out of here soon anyway. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, but see, that's the thing. Like, um, so you know, one thing I do really enjoy is the fact that Hera, the actress playing Hera, is fucking Ewan McGregor's wife. Yeah. So. You know, in the family, they're both in fucking Star Wars, the Star Wars franchise. Um, I really, I know they haven't officially announced it, but I am hoping they do a second season for Obi-Wan, for Kenobi. Um, Because I feel like there's, there's still more to be told during that in-between period before Luke tracks down, tracks tracks down Kenobi to start training as a Jedi. Yeah. Um but then, you know, it's 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 one of those things like I've been watching a lot of TV and stuff lately and like nostalgia just hits hard. So, I started rewatching The Flash, the CW Flash. And yeah, I have to You know, up, actually. One thing I love about that show is the fact that John Wesley Shipp from the flash in the nineties is Henry Allen during the first season and into the second season. Yeah. And then also he's Jay Garrick, the flash from another earth.
0: Yes. Yes. And um, I mean, we we kind of talked a little bit like tidbits of the flash point, but like, we didn't really get into like a discussion of it. We have a we have like a half hour left. We could probably fill it up. To be honest, yeah, we've
1: got as much time as we need yeah. because um, you
0: know, it, it's so. Um, by, by the way, we mi- we miss you, Jay. I you gotta. We need someone to curse us out.
1: It's yeah. When we go on these fucking rants about nerd shit that you don't care about, we need we need we your.
0: Just, we just keep going. You got like yell at us in the chat or something. Uh, but actually, <laughs> look, I just. I actually will do it at the end of the show for news. Uh, but yeah, I mean, flat. I mean, Flash, the movie, The Flash, which is really just Flashpoint. And
1: fucking well, Flashpoint. no, it was really Batman fucking three with Michael Keaton. But we're we're not going to really go into that. <laughs> well, I mean, we probably I, I just, will.
0: I was so happy. First off, I was so happy to see him come back. Uh, you know, like I said, I think last week, like for me, it was it was mostly Michael Shannon coming back as Zod. And it was funny because he just did an interview about it just recently. In the ad and he was talking about it. He was just like, they want me to come back as odd. Didn't they watch Man of Steel? Don't they know what happened? And they explained to him, like, it's a multiverse. And he was like, what the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> See, that's that's one of the things. So, like, watching the Flash show, even watching the movie with, with my fiance because she's not very... Yeah. Well, comically inclined.
0: The show did crisis, didn't it?
1: So... That was God, that was a couple seasons in. Um, technically, they somewhat touched on potentially Flashpoint during the first season of the show. Yeah. But they didn't fully go into it. Um now with the movie, I do I do enjoy the way they did it to a degree. I love that we got Michael Keaton back as Batman. However, huge, huge missed opportunity. I got Anybody guess it. where I'm going with this.
0: No, I don't.
1: They totally and I get why they brought Keaton back. I do. But they totally missed the opportunity to have fucking Jeffrey Dean Morgan as fucking Thomas Wayne. They really as Thomas do. Wayne's Batman.
0: Even even at least in that scene, the the flashpoint scene the multiverse scene like it even if you yeah. got him right there because he wants to do it and so oh, and, yeah and so does He's... lauren cohen lauren cohen i've been that she would come back and play martha again
1: yeah like i mean i would love to see a proper flashpoint paradox live action where they're more following the comic where when barry fucks up and saves his mom Bruce died instead of fucking Thomas and Martha and Martha becomes the fucking Joker. And Thomas Wayne is guns blazing fucking Batman instead of yeah. I'm against guns. Um, However, you know, it was, it was definitely, it was nice to see Keaton back in the Cape and cow.
0: Look at the chef on this fuck too, which I mean, knowing that like,
1: well, at, at first, when they first came into the fucking, um when they first came in to Wayne Manor when it was, both Barrys show up to Wayne Mar- Manor. Um, Marius, by the way, oh yeah, it was fucking. It was. It was. It was definitely. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go shit outside. <laughs> and um, fucking, you know, we've got fucking Bruce pops in and starts whooping their ass, all fucking long haired and a bearded and no shoes uh, fucking wearing fucking slides, yeah. like just just. Fucking them up. And then it turns to, you know, Barry and other Barry break into the fucking bat cave. And Bruce is just watching them. And then finally he comes down in fucking cape and cow.
0: Shave and haircut and all.
1: Mm-hmm. Which
0: was like, hilarious.
1: Like they, they did it good. Um, I will say out of the entire movie though, outside of all the all the 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 fight sequences and Shannon back as Zod because that was great too.
0: That was amazing.
1: The end th- where you see all the fucking multiverses colliding onto each other and the different the different actors we saw, like, yeah, people were a little pissy because of the CGI and shit, which it is what it is.
0: So it was nearly, um, impo- nearly impossible. You could fucking, you could. There is no way you were going to get Christopher Reeve and Helen Helen Slater sitting in the same room together, okay, for the obvious fucking reasons, okay.
1: But you know, between you know George George Reeves as Superman, Christopher Reeve, um, fucking Nicolas Cage. <laughs>
0: It was a it was time.
1: Which which the Nicholas Cage one, they actually did shoot that scene. Like they yeah. brought him on set, put him in the old costume that was designed for the movie he was supposed to be in that Burden was gonna do called Superman Legacy, which was technically supposed to be the continuance after yes, the Superman Christopher lives. Reeve ones. Lives. Oh, yeah, Superman lives. lives. Um and then they did the whole giant spider fight which, in that little scene, which was actually part of the fucking script for Superman lives. Yeah,
0: and there's, have you, like, I'm telling you, you have to see Kevin Smith's thing about, uh, let me see if I can find it actually. because there's- And then,
1: and then, you know, other universes, we saw Teddy Sears as the flash, which you want to know where that came from, John? that was season two of the flash on the CW where Teddy Sears was the flash. Yeah. 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 that's um, right. Which he technically wasn't the flash. He was the bad guy who had captured the flash. Um, but you know, honestly, I wish they'd gotten Grant Gustin's flash for that part, but it is what it is. They wanted to do like a Jay Garrick flashback flash. Um, but you know Adam West, fucking all that shit, and then once he makes it back to his timeline, he thinks it's fucking Affleck's Wayne pulling up.
0: Nope.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Tony, it was what yeah up, Eddie Tony. Sears played Zoom, um, who had captured Jay Garrick from Earth Two, um, but that's the thing. Like, it wasn't fucking Affleck. It was Clooney. And it was just so fucking weird seeing Clooney on the screen again as fucking Wayne. However, I will say the only thing I hated about Clooney's fucking Batman was the nipples on the suit and him as Batman. Like him as Bruce Wayne is okay.
0: Like, remember the and, MasterCard scene? <laughs> like I was just watching Batman and, Robin and, the and the Batman card, Yeah. He pulls out the fucking MasterCard and he's just, and he's just like, I got credit like what the fuck bro
1: like but see that's the thing like it's it's that entire movie was so fucking campy and stupid but it was nostalgic campy and stupid yeah because i went back before we watched the flash movie we went back and rewatched all of the uh all of the batman movies at least all the eight late 80s early 90s batman
0: yeah I think this
1: is what he was saying. Kevin Smith talked about Superman lives as a masterclass in storytelling. Let's watch. And That's what piqued my interest. I was like, Superman? You guys are going to make another Superman movie? And they said, we're thinking about it. I said, can I? I I would love to do that. And he goes, it's pending approval of the producer. I said, who's the producer? And they said, John Peters. So anyway, I'm going to meet John Peters. He's like, I got some directives for you if you're going to move forward on the process. He's going, three things. Okay. I said, all right. One, I don't want to see him in that suit. Two, I don't want to see him fly. And three, he's got to fight a giant spider in the third act. So they turn around, and they tell me like, Kevin, we're, we're kind of done. But I was really reminded the next summer when I went to the movies and saw a movie that John Peters had produced, and it was called The Wild Wild West. So I'm sitting in the theater watching the movie, I'm like, good lord, this is a piece of shit. But then all of a sudden... Like a giant fucking spider shows up. Kevin Smith talking about Superman lives. (laughs) Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like, John Peters did fucking Wild Wild West with fucking Smith and... uh... Fuck. The other guy. Um,
0: Yeah, but I didn't like how they did the Batgirl in in the... Yeah,
1: no, Batgirl in the Clooney movie was bad. Um, So (laughs) I did find another thing out. Here's another interesting tidbit. So... Initially, Marlon Waynes was supposed to play Robin instead of Chris O'Donnell. And Marlon Marlon Waynes has even come out and said in interviews, he still gets fucking royalty checks.
0: Are you serious? Because he
1: shot all the scenes for the movie and then they scrapped it. So even though he wasn't officially in the fucking movie, he still gets paid for that fucking movie.
0: No fucking way. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I'm, I'm. I'm. I will find footage of this one day. I will find. Yeah.
1: No. I mean, there's that. Um. I mean, with the with the burden and Schumacher films, another thing that kind of throws me off is if we go back to say the very first Batman movie with Keaton, Harvey Dent's a black dude in that movie.
0: Yes, he is.
1: And then when we get to. Uh, Brandon, I'm sorry. It was Batman and Robin, right?
0: For, for which one?
1: Uh, when we first got Chris O'Donnell as Robin. That no, was that, Batman that forever.
0: Was forever, yeah. Forever.
1: And then in Forever, because that was the one. Yeah, yeah we, we, William, was William, it was the, William, so played like Harvey Dent. And then when we get to Batman Forever, when Joker and Ridley are actually coming to play in the movie. They've changed Harvey Dent over to fucking damn, uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Jones, and it's like what the fuck. So you know, I would love, I would love to see. I mean, granted, we can totally we can use the whole multiversal concept for the why for the why here. So if we want to, if we want to go that far into it, you know, Batman and Batman Returns was. A totally different Earth than Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Can
0: I can um, I also say that I love the fact that we had a a black Jim Gordon for this new bet for this newer Batman movie. I just thought that he put so much soul into. I I'm
1: pissed. You know why I'm pissed? Because fucking um, what's his face? Hold on, I gotta pull it up
0: there's so many people who could be Gordon too. I just would have never expected them to, to do what they did with that character. And I loved what they did with them. Cause I felt, I just felt like there was so much more soul and trauma to, to that Jim Gordon, you know,
1: it's, um, I'm trying to, pull up the cast and crew for this movie here.
0: Who are you looking for?
1: He... I almost got it. Hold on.
0: The guy from Westworld. I fucking love Westworld that first season. Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, he is the guy from Westworld. He was the fucking main dude. That's right. Did it find it yet?
1: No. um, I've got it. Hold on. Uh, I, I'm. I'm. We can continue talking while I fucking figure this fucking actor's name out because J.K. Simmons. Um, uh, yeah that's right. He so was- because he he was in he was he was Gordon in uh like in this and, and Batman v Superman and Justice League. Um and honestly, he had the look.
0: He does. Why not? Um, How about William H. Macy? Eh. Watch. Next thing you know, we're going to get a young, sexy, uh, blonde hair, fucking uh, Jim Gordon for, for the fucking... Um, I'm curious. Who are they going to use Jim Gordon for the next Batman movie that they're doing? The Brave and the Bold, you know? Shit.
1: Well, that's like... like uh... What's his name? Uh, ben McKenzie from fucking Gotham did great as a young Jim Gordon.
0: Yes, he did. Yes, he absolutely did. Yeah, but I wanted to, before before we get to our ending, I kind of want to bring something up that you had said while we were talking about comic books, how, like, you wish that they would be more adaptive, right? Now, I've been reading on the DC Unlimited, I've been reading Why the Last Man. I don't know if you've seen the TV show or know the concept of it, but it's about uh, a male and a monkey who survived a plague that killed every man in the universe, in hmm. the universe, in the planet. And it's all women in the world, right? Yeah. And I I So there was only one season of the show, and then they canceled the show because it was too expensive to make. Hmm. So... The, the book itself, it is so damn good, but there are so many different things that I wish that they would adapt into it. Like, we're finally getting a true Watchmen adaptation, rated R. You know, we just got the long Halloween, rated R. You know, there's there's so many adaptations coming out yeah. that I'm super excited for. and I'm and, But I also found this new comic called Men, Men, Men of War on the DC Comics line, which is about a U.S. Army unit that specializes in i don't want to say rescue humanitarian missions but kind of like rescue missions after a superhero fight happens in like a big town right so like if superman is fighting zod in a in a a building after the shit's done this unit comes in and they come in and they look for survivors and stuff like that it's a really good story and you know, I, I highly suggest people to check it out. I'd love to see like a TV show of
1: a movie for it, to be honest with you. It's well, me, I mean, that's like one of the shows that I, I think we're gonna get one more season of before DC cans it. Uh, Pennyworth,
0: I, I keep hearing that.
1: That there that
0: I mean, the strike, anything could happen after the strike, yes, that's yeah. what I'm afraid of, you know.
1: But I think they already planned on doing one more season. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I've watched all of it so far. Great show. I love the the expansiveness. See, the whole reason I like comics is because we can get a TV show for any fucking comic on the planet. And there's so many side characters and stuff. Good. You can do other shows off of those characters and make it work. They have their own storylines and- Half. But see, that's the thing that I like with with Alfred is between Alfred from Gotham, because if we really look, Alfred didn't we didn't think anything of Alfred except he was a butler until the Batman the Christopher Nolan movies where we found out that Alfred was actually ex British SAS, war, a,
0: war, a war veteran. Yeah,
1: was a war veteran, and now they've expanded on that because even in Gotham, Alfred. Yeah, because,
0: because it, it makes sense. Why why didn't they talk about that before all that, you know? Because yeah. it it just made sense. It just makes sense for someone like him to be able to train Bruce into things like that instead of just being some old guy that serves him soup.
1: But see, that's what I like about, about comics, is there's so many different things. And when we go into even Marvel. DC, both of them have multiverses. There's multiple universes, multiple different storylines, different end games. Um, each each character and each character on each different version of Earth in the multiverses has a different backstory, a different uh, way their characters have de- been developed. And uh, by far, the whole ex-war hero storyline for Alfred has, was, was one of the biggest things because up until Michael Caine, um, Alfred, yep. it was just, he's a butler. He just, in his entire family's butlers, um, which still is the case because when you watch Pennyworth, you find out that Alfred's dad was a butler. But Alfred joined the army, was SAS, got out, and then started his own security firm, and then runs into Thomas and Martha Wayne in Britain after the war. <laughs>
0: and then becomes a butler.
1: <laughs> and then eventually ends up in the US with Thomas and Martha Wayne as a butler. Um,
0: in a perfect world, Alfred would have be been the first bat.
1: So, I mean, there's just, it's, 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 it's the whole reason why I like comics is because you're not going to get the same story twice. I mean, of course, there's the, the origin story for the flash. There's the origin story for Batman, both of which involves a parent getting killed.
0: Um, Or in some universes, the child.
1: Or in some universes, the child gets killed, and then the fucking parent goes batshit crazy. Yeah,
0: um, literally.
1: <laughs> well, even even if you look at Superman, Superman's origin story—the whole reason he ended up on Earth was because his entire fucking planet blew the fuck up. <laughs> and you know what happened when the planet blew up? His parents got killed.
0: <laughs> like, well, I mean, in the DC comic storyline. Apparently, Jarrell lived. Through Brainiac, right? That's the new canon story right now. We're only
1: able to fuck which, that. Which is,
0: yeah, no, that's what I said. So the new story that they just had in the in the rebirth storyline that they did in DC, Jarrell, Jarrell. So this was when they brought Watchmen into it, right? Yeah. And that Doctor Manhattan, he he put a shield bubble around Jarrell and watched his wife burn into Kryptonian mist. And he survived years by himself due to Dr. Manhattan telling him what he had to do and all this shit. It was wild storyline. You got to read it yourself. But.
1: Well, I mean, and that's the thing. Like, even though Jarrell survived through Brainiac, his physical being still died. Like, but see, that's the thing. Like, all of the great superheroes in the DC fucking comics.
0: They've all died.
1: Their parents all fucking died. <laughs> like, I'm sorry that it, it, it's kind of fucked up that the writers pretty much gave all of them roughly the same backstory. Parents okay, died, got powers, powers boom, now they're saving the fucking world. The only, the only mainliners whose parents didn't die, Aquaman and... Uh, Aquaman... Uh, Green Lantern. Cyborg. You're right. Everybody else is a fucking orphan. Yes, exactly, Tony. And that's the thing. Like orphans (laughs) apparently make great fucking heroes. Like, you know, Batman all bad and brooding. My parents died because they were shot. Guns bad. I'm gonna throw a boom batarang at somebody and just throws fucking like bombs at people like motherfucker,
0: and have sex and have sex with every fucking woman that he meets, like Selena Kyle and Talia Al Ghul, and so,
1: but Vail, so, and
0: does the lit the list goes on with Bruce.
1: So Tony, yes, Hal's dad died, but Hal's dad's death didn't isn't what brought him to being Green Lantern. Yeah, it, it was Abed Soar's crash. Was, yeah, but like Hal's dad died. Yes, I, I I know that happened. But ultimately, what brought him to being Green Lantern was just the ring chose his ass. His dad's death did have something to do with him being a fucking test pilot. But ultimately that's not what brought him to being a superhero.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well shit, man. It was it was fun today. It was very fun. We talked a lot a lot of good stuff. It's so fucking quiet without Jay here yelling. Like straight up. I heard that. I heard it too, Squilina. You're not going oh, uh, crazy. Yep, yep.
1: Save the final thought thought for a minute.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Tony, we gotta get we gotta get you to come on, um, next week if you're free man we don't have we don't have our third host with us as he is on a little he's doing a uh like work you know he's keeping busy trying to get himself ready for the fall season and if you ain't busy you just come on and just go haywire actually saw a picture of you on top of a tank i'm assuming during your deployment it's you know it's it's so fucking cool but you know, guys, make sure you check out the merch. We do have merch. We have some more merch coming. We got some more stuff coming. Updates. Jay will be back soon, so that'll be fun. What else we got? Uh, next week, we're just gonna do this again. We're gonna talk. Shit, I'm fucking yawning. It's very unprofessional of me. Unprofessional of me of a podcast.
1: No well, one's dead. No, nobody's dead. Um, we got a new TV for the living room, but the wall mount that we already have, I have to pull it off the wall and bring it down like a foot to put the TV on it. Because where the mounting points are on the back of the TV, it's too high. Like the top of the TV scraping the ceiling trying to put it on the wall mount. Um, and so I have the TV leaned against the back of the couch in a safe manner so it wouldn't fall over. Mm. Perfectly fine all fucking night. One of the cats just knocked it down. Knocked it over. Um, No. Well, I hope not. If it is, I've got 30 days to fucking return it. (laughs) Best Buy? Uh, Walmart.
0: Walmart. Eh, It's it's not, that's not bad. I'll just throw it back in the box and bring it there today if it's fucking broken. That's true. Hey, guys, thank you so much for coming to another episode. This was 121 in the name. In Wait, what did I name this episode? In the name of? In the line of? In me. the line in the line of. See, I, I forget this shit. Guys, make sure you check out uh, our, our the website at www.linktree.com slash DD214network. You can also go on www.cleansanchezmedia.com where all episodes, as soon as they go up, they're right on the website, so you can listen to it there. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, iHeartRadio. We are on literally every physical goddamn platform that there is. Yep. Uh, but I that, but we, me personally, I prefer you guys come check us all on YouTube so you can interact with us, do quizzes and stuff. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all join that
1: the shit. Discord.
0: Join the Discord. Join the Discord. We're, we like to have fun. We want more people to play games with. Um, and saying all that, we're coming close to. We're coming into our final month of the summer. September's coming in. Uh, we got less than 25 days till that happens. And Jesus Christ, guys, we're almost at the end of the year. This is incredible. And you know, the the, the theme the, the theme never ends. You are never alone. Okay. You guys know, you guys can always call 1-833, oh, wait, that's Canada. Well, if you're in Canada, you could hit one 456 4566 or text 45645CANADA. Or you can also check out IASP.info slash resources slash crisis centers. And you can also dial the National Suicide Hotline, which is star 988 or one 800 273 Talk. They're there to volunteer and listen to your stories today. Um, at the end of the day, guys, we you know, we we have to promote that we are always there for you. If you don't want to talk to us, you can talk to a specially licensed person that's with you today at Star 988. So, guys, in 168 hours, we're gonna be back once again. And just come join us. We don't know what's in store. We're gonna we're gonna figure something out, we're gonna have a good time. Make sure you drink your water and that you show up on formation in time. Don't fail your PT test and never trust uh, never trust a man with a mustache after midnight.
1: Hey now, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got it, <laughs> Nothing to add. Just everybody will see you in 168. Let's uh, let's let's grab the fucking week by the testicles and make it our bitch.
0: Yeah, it's ours. It's ours for the taking. We love you guys. Thank you.